0: Um uh, uh uh welcome that was bad. No, welcome. do
1: it without stammering.
0: Welcome to the downside. My name is Gianmarco Marcos I'm here with my co-host Russell Daniels. Hello Russell. How are you Hi, doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? We're joined uh, by uh, a stand-up comedian and uh, probably the, the the person to bring booze bag back into the lexicon. Ooh, wow! I'm uh, uh, welcome, uh, uh, Mark Norman.
2: Thank you. Good to be here in this tiny, tiny apartment. This apartment makes me feel better about mine. This is a <laughs> tight spot. There's
0: all a right. whole
1: wing you're missing over well, there. Well,
0: uh, congrats you on all your success. This is the downside. <laughs>
1: downside.
0: To the downside. The downside. With John Marco Cerezi. All right, my name is John Marco I'm realizing I'm not recording on this side, but uh, that's fine. God. We're here. I'll tell my editor what a fucking nightmare. You know what it was like in the beginning. Oh, I couldn't do it again.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, it was hell. I mean, I got mugged three times in a year, uh, no money, and just getting up and on um, open mics and no one laughing and just trying to figure it out, going to road gigs and losing money, taking of course. The, the Greyhound, all
0: that it's shit. It's funny, I was just talking about podcasts. And that's all I was I was thinking of when I said that. And you were like, I was mugged three times. I was like, on the podcast, really? Three people were like, this guy's oh, stealing his audio equipment. What year,
1: what year were you, <laughs> I thought you mugged? Meant starting comedy. Sorry again. What year were you mugged three times? Like, uh, what year was 2008. that? 2008.
2: Wow. Yeah, twice in Brooklyn, once in Hell's Kitchen. It was always my fault. Yeah, one year. What were they like? Well, they're all different. Right. Uh,
0: Much like a snowflake. You thought it was the same? They they have like a (laughs) how-to? No, no, no. no. It's like a wiki how-to? I
1: guess there's a a spectrum of how violent or how aggressive or, you know, like, uh, I'm just curious of, like, what was the worst mugging of the three?
2: None of them were that bad. I come from New Orleans, which is way scarier than New York, by the way. But uh, one, I got knocked out and then... They took the shit out of my pockets, and I woke up in the middle, of and they knocked me out again. That sounds bad. So that was the that was, that was the worst, but still not that bad. Hit with your fist. Yeah, yeah, like four head. guys. Oh, my God. How yeah.
1: were, like, what you said, it was your fault at some point? You said. I was always
2: blacked out, kind of like oh, wobbling home, like gotcha. bouncing off the walls, and uh, I fell asleep in a little alcove because I was so drunk, oh. and then I woke up to guys going through my pockets, and I went, what the fuck? And he hit me, and I went out. And then i woke up again and he hit me again wow yeah
0: well russell you kind of skipped the whole uh scenario of this podcast uh, jumping right to new orleans and mugging but thanks um welcome <laughs> so to I was curious well yes i know we'll get to it okay. I, uh, welcome to the downside uh uh this is a podcast we we explore the negatives of our lives all the sad things in life we, we try not to any no toxic positivity here um i just got back i just took a vacation with with my my girlfriend tova I'm sure I had to cancel something because of a gig. Oh yeah, been there. And so it was like the ladies love that. Oh yeah, and it, it was definitely a like I have to make it up. It yes. was like a, it was like a it was like I don't want to do it, you figure out a thing and I don't do things. No, so I reached don't. out to my boys, you had no ideas. I did not respond. You did that. not respond no. to the group text of
1: no, Please. No, I figured you were in good hands.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone else did. So originally there was an idea of like getting a hotel I live in the Lower East Side, getting a hotel on the Lower East Side. And I just, I couldn't, It's one of those things where I'm like, so you just want us to spend money? yeah, To feel like we've, we've, we've sacrificed. Punishment. And these hotels, you know, there, there was That's like crazy. a pool she wanted to use, but you had to spend 150 bucks at the bar. Ah, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Listen, so, I'm all about that. Yeah, of course. Of course, you spend 150, no pool. No. <laughs> you jump in the lake. You're yeah, like, yeah. I thought it was the pool. Yeah. Uh, so we went to, uh, Point Pleasant Beach, New Jersey. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I got a cheap motel room. Cheap motel room, wow. 200 bucks. Uh, and we went to the boardwalk, got ripped, ripped off. You know, you, twenty-four bucks to go onto the beach. Yeah, that, oh, very yeah. cold. Yeah, uh, we did all the 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 challenges, the games, dance, dance revolution. Oh, on boy. the boardwalk, you're
2: like a dad out here.
0: You're just, oh, is like, that dad thing?
2: Your stepdad, like, keep the kids happy. I'll take them to the beach. It's cheap. We'll play video <laughs> games. I'll
0: get them a stuffed animal. <laughs> I love the games though. I hate them. You. It's all, all games. A, it's yeah, all he's a, grift. a games boy. It's oh, all you're... A grift. But if you know it's a grift, you only do the ones that are fun. I'm not doing the sure. ones where I'm like, that's what's got to be tough with a kid. Where the you're, claw. he wants, he wants the the this big stuffed yeah. animal. You're like, please, I'll buy it for you. Let's do something that takes time. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's
2: all about killing time. Yes. You want to get through the day.
0: Yeah so we got we we got this uh she got a, a juice box of again. like weed a weed ju- oh <laughs> okay. again, it's all in elevation you go to these i just did a mohegan sun yeah and you're at these arcades and you're like this is a casino, there's the first time it really dawned on me, this is a casino for kids, and you get tickets, ah. and you go to these prizes, and the prizes, you're losing money. Of course. Yeah. They're winning. Of course. But they're- uh, That's a good bit. That could be a bit. I, I've been thinking about it. The, the idea is, you know, there you do it for, uh, you know, like, pogs and stickers at a casino. It's for dinner and sex work. Something like that. Right. Something. Yeah.
2: Well, the roller coaster, you get a thrill, and with the blackjack, when you're winning, it's thrilling. So it's the same up and down world, but yeah. uh, one is losing money, and one is- Puking. No, you a rides
0: guy? Do you do the rides? No, I hate
2: the rides. Why? I, I don't the like rides. them either. You
1: hate them? Yeah, no. Let me tell you what I
2: I, I like: did. a conversation, a beer, yes. a fireplace, uh, yes. a couch.
1: Yes, I'm. I'm. I don't like. I remember as a kid, I didn't like Chuck E. Cheese, uh-huh. and as an adult, I don't like casinos. I don't like with that you. thing. I I just would rather be in a bar with, uh, like, not too loud, but like I can talk and we can just like that's, sit there for hours. That's, that's, that's it. Where I'm loud
2: at. bar, no good. No, no I want to no. chat. I want to talk. Yeah. I feel like the rides are embarrassing because you need all this to have a good time? I can have a good time with my buddies. That's I,
0: it. I, you get to experience
1: Marco something so rare. wants to be rare. in a room that we have to escape.
2: Uh, like, that's I just, love like, that uh, escape rooms. I can't believe they last. I see them. I'm like, <laughs> who's going there?
0: Oh, my God. Well, well Russell missed it for, for my birthday. We did a – it, it was called you, Rage Cage you where you go in a room, you things. get oh, crowbars and bats. I like activities. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like conversation. I like a little bit of structure to my socializing. <laughs> See, but even – Escape room, you, you we all have a shared goal. We don't have difference of opinion. We all have oh, one opinion. It's get out of the room. I like the idea of
1: smashing things, but I think that for me, the context, the framing of putting it in a – Experience where I'm having to pay for it. I think I would have more fun smashing a TV just out in the free just world, willy yes. like, nilly, out in the free world, not in like I'm paying ten or fifteen dollars to go into a room yes. and to put protective gear on. I want to like I want it to be wild. Like I
0: want to just like do it. When you go through, when you finish all the keyboards and the whatnot, you mm-hmm. then can pay more, like a la carte, to kill someone. So you someone. can be like to kill someone. <laughs> Fifty bucks. We'll send in the guy from the front desk. You can take a crowbar <laughs> kill to him. That'll, that'll dead. be an app. You <laughs> want to kill somebody? Use this app. Um, with the one ride, we did one ride and it was, and again, it's like a boardwalk. Uh, so everything's a miniature. It's more for kids. This is for children. Yes. Yeah. But yeah. we did the, uh, the fall. You go up oh, really high. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate it. That's a diarrhea machine. It's so scary. Oh. But there was this, there was this, uh, and
1: you were, were you high?
0: High. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I was freaking out oh. uh, in my oh, head no, no. and it started to rain. And I, oh. I, I'm that guy asked like the, the guy, you know, the 12 year old working the machine. I'm yeah. like, with the rain, is it okay? And he was like yeah <laughs> nah, they don't give a shit. they don't give no, a they don't
2: we've all seen those viral videos of the fat kid like ah, yeah. i relate to that i empathize i'm yeah. that kid you freak out oh my god of course it's well, all unnatural plus get... those
1: things go wrong all the time people die not, not all the time not enough that i all hear about the it time. you know think about if i'm hearing about it more than three times in my life that's all the time <laughs> You know what i mean i think
0: one story that stuck with me was some water slide where the kid went up and it went high enough there was something up here and decapitated Whoa. so now i'm really scared of water slides of course but i saw there was this one girl she she went before me and she was there with her like your dad and she was sobbing so intensely that it to me like that ride that's how she learned that she's gonna die someday like there's something about <laughs> that ride yeah and she looks to her father for comfort what is he doing Woo! Yep. Yeah, put yeah, your yeah. arms up it's more fun yeah and i feel like that's i think that's kind of like with life you're scared about dying when you're younger and then as you get older at some point you're like you know what put your hands up enjoy it right yeah but that little girl came off and she was she was traumatized wow she was not ready for what that was yeah yeah that's how i would be i'm not into it it makes me think though i'm always like all right well if you fell out of plane you know sometimes i think about if i had if i died that way i went skydiving once oh yeah and i'm like i guess you you would have like a minute two minutes to like what are you gonna do you're gonna flip right you're falling out of a plane like are you gonna scream are you gonna go woo if you're gonna die at the end no parachute
1: I'm not gonna woo um, <laughs> the whole way down. I'm gonna be thinking about how I want to keep living. Uh, I've often what a waste told you this of your before. Last two like, minutes. I don't care. I'm just saying. I'm not. I, I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying um, I know that I want to live. You know.
2: Yeah, I, but we all do. We of You know, us. it's gonna end anyway. So you I might know. As well but enjoy there's just it.
1: something about. I know that in the moment, I wouldn't be able to do that. I would. You know, you'd be thinking like, oh, maybe like I can land somehow. <laughs> that doesn't kill me but uh, it, you wouldn't be able that's, to you're gonna like you're gonna try I, to like I don't, expand I know your shirt sense, but I think hope everyone, the wind catches I think everyone thinks that they could try to do something you know you yeah. try to do everything you can
0: I always had the thought I'd, I'd land in a cross and like make people think oh like maybe God. Ooh, that's good. maybe this was the guy we should have given him more spots is that spots. what you
1: thought when you went skydiving
0: well, I, was, I was planning on making it when I went skydiving oh, okay. there was something surreal about skydiving where I can't do it I mean, I was, I'm scared of heights too. I'm not that guy. I'm not like yeah. skydive guy. Were you attached to someone? You were. Yeah, you yeah were. tandem jumping. Yeah, yeah for tandem- sure. Tandem. For sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when, it was scary going up, small plane, you could feel the clouds. But when I was about to jump, I swear to God, there was something in my brain that was like, I'm not, I can't die. I'm, I'm the main yes. character. Yes. I can't, I can't do it.
2: That's human, Uh, like an instinct kicks in. I think it's why people think they'll win the lottery. It's like, I got this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to yeah. work yeah. out. You know, it's the same weirdo survival thing. Me, yeah. it's me. I'm the hero. I can't die.
0: But like it was, that part was not scary and I think it was just something in me was like the fear, the anxiety was too much and my brain was like just, just lie to him.
1: Yes. <laughs> just, yes. Just lie to him. Yeah, yeah, Make
0: exactly. him feel good. <laughs> exactly. So, I wonder how many people falling from the sky have thought, I'm going to make it. I'm going to land in a pencil, pencil in the ocean know. and I'll I go don't know. come oh, right back Right. How, how do you
1: want to die? How? Just never. Uh, No, definitely like you know, everyone wants the in your sleep thing. Sure, you know? that's what everyone wants. I think. What do? You, oh, you look at me my like that's crazy. I, but I don't you wanna want like, to. I don't
0: just... want to think I'm waking up the next morning. I want to like as I'm going to
1: sleep. I want to be so high on drugs. You I don't know, know what's what? You want to know you're gonna die, is what you're saying. I want. I don't want to know all my exes. I want to just around the bed happen and not be traumatic. Is what I. Okay. is My thing. You know. Good. Good. How would you? Do, how do you want? I go die? OD. Really? Yeah. Because oh, wow. then
2: you at least you're high. You're give me the heroin needle in the arm.
0: Boom, I'm out. Sure.
1: Yeah. Are you I, thinking of starting heroin or? <laughs> or just like right when you're
0: right at that age. Like, yeah. Can you imagine <laughs> Yeah. how grandma died at 98 of a heroin overdose? She yeah. tried heroin for the first time. I mean, they should be, away. they
2: they're should, they're who should be doing heroin. I mean, they're old. You got nothing left. You're going to die in two days anyway. Of course. Might as well live,
0: baby. Well, that's where you really need to legalize drugs. In my mind, it's LSD yes. for people who are going to die. Let them feel. Yeah. Let, them, let them have yeah, that yeah. feeling where they're like, oh, I'm going into the universe and yeah yeah kids
2: have their whole life ahead of you don't need drugs you're like 15 you're you're got a boner you get drunk hung over there's young young people around like you don't need drugs the old lady gertrude
0: maybe that's how they need to redo drug education just being like listen you're going to need them if people if kids knew eventually you'll get to do this crazy shit maybe they'd be more chill now yeah i
2: think so also, there's a weird health kick going around. Like, I feel like everybody drank their face off and did blow and all this shit. Now, I feel like kids are, they're eating kale and, like, yogaing and all
0: that and drinking less. I wonder if it'll come back around, though. Probably.
1: I mean, I think the people who are drinking are going to keep drinking. But, yeah, no, I, yeah I agree no. that there's a younger, there's a thing where it's I feel like healthier. pot's going to hit the market
0: and kids will be like, no. you maybe, in the pot maybe. We're just CBD. Just CBD stores.
1: Oh.
2: Yeah. My dad had a thing with pot, so I don't want to do it.
0: Hey, I um, yeah. So so you we, we were talking just before you you grew up in New Orleans. Russell yeah. loves New Orleans. It's hey. his favorite favorite place. Favorite place. Fun
1: town. But you not, grew not up great, in
2: Treme. Not a great place to grow up.
1: Yeah. So you you grew up the, the in whole, the city. Wow. In Tremay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Black neighborhood. White family. Got robbed constantly. We were broke too. They were always disappointed when they came in, and uh, <laughs> it was a weird childhood.
1: Yeah. Um. What? Uh. Yeah. What's your relation now with the city? Like,
2: my how- parents, they moved. They, they're old. They got on the outskirts of the town, and they're I doing just, LSD wherever yeah, they are. Yeah, they're chilling doing heroin, out. <laughs> and I just visit them and uh, go into the city. I know the whole city like the back of my hand, but uh, they just open up a comedy club there. I heard they, they opened a small one, like kind of an indie club. Yeah.
0: I, I guess I was always really surprised. I've been there twice, once for his bachelor party, once mm-hmm. for a gig, that there wasn't more Co- There's yeah. so much music. Yeah, I guess it's tough when the music's really going to be like. It's a we're gonna turn this down. Do a little.
1: I think it's a relatively small city for it what is. people think. It is like people think of it as being a bigger city than it is. It's a pretty small city. Um, but yeah, I uh, I'm supposed to go the end of the month. I don't know. I'm still we're still figuring out if we're going to go because of everything. You know, but they're getting power back now. But uh, oh, because of that. And yeah, COVID. everything. I mean, is just but a fuck we. It night. was like one of those situations where we prepaid. Uh, but then you read things and people are like, don't come because blah, blah, blah. And you're right. like, but I, w- I really want it. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't
1: know. We're figuring it out.
2: It's a boozy town and they don't want to sit and listen to our thoughts on Uber or anxiety. No, you know? exactly. They're like, I'm here to get away. I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to
0: get drunk and listen to a guy, a black guy with a trombone. You know? Yes,
1: that's why I go. Yeah.
0: There you go. Yeah. Well, we got so drunk. I don't know if we were talking we about did. It. We did. We had... I'm not a huge drinker, but it was a bachelor party. I'm trying He's to more I'm trying of a to push guy, myself more of a drink guy. But we got a it was called purple. The drink was called purple. Oh, from and it was the just feets like from, never uh, clear purple and purple guy. slushy and it was one of these moments we were halfway through the drink. I've train,
1: never seen you that trunk.
0: we just we just looked around the table and it was like we had taken like an edible we were yeah. like are you guys wasted i <sighs> right. fell asleep on the floor yeah wow i, I, I was, I, wait, he almost was got hit.
1: I think it was ever clear yeah, that, yeah. that shit's crazy he almost got hit crazy. by uh one of those carriages horse you stepped out what? right in front of it and we like pulled you you almost got I almost hit. got hit so Whoa. close to yeah, hit. yeah yeah and you had no idea you it was no a fucking idea
0: we went to a nice restaurant where we had to wear a coat and t- or a coat yeah. or whatever. And so oh, they made yeah. me put on like this extra large chef jacket because I was wearing a tank top. <laughs> uh, Just the same, but very southern. So, so you were robbed, and uh, but I I know this thing that you you weren't home, but your parents were tied up. Wow, you heard about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I did my research. Yeah, that
2: that I didn't know that was out there. Wow. Yeah, two guys broke in. I was at a Mardi Gras parade. I was 14. Oh, it was
1: on Mardi Gras.
2: Well, it's a two-week-long right, thing. Right, right,
1: right. Okay, wow. It was on one
2: of the nights, and uh, two guys broke in, tied the parents up, Ugh. you know, guns, where's the jewelry, where's the money, all that shit. And your brother. And my brother. And how old was your brother? He was probably 15, 16. Oh,
0: Jesus fucking Christ.
2: And, uh, yeah, just took everything, you know, ran out. My mom had to go to therapy. Everybody's all fucked up. I show up. I see 20 cop cars at the house. The lights are going.
0: What do you think? Did you think your parents were dead when I you first saw them? I thought they
2: were dead. That? I thought that was over. I was like it. It was a long time coming, the whole neighborhood hates us, we're the outsiders, you know, and uh, I just figured somebody broke in and shot somebody, that's what I thought. Yeah. And then I, uh, you know. Was... Did
0: you see, were they like, did you see them and run in their arms, and it was like, oh I my. Did.
2: I did, I wept, I started crying, I mean, I ran in, and there's cops everywhere, and I saw them interviewing my mom, and I was like, oh, thank God, and. Of course, I had that you know fifteen-year-old moment or fourteen where I was like, "Let's go get them!" So me and my friends drove around looking for the car and trying to fight the guys or whatever. Oh you know, we were idiots. God. And uh, do you have them. a weapon? Like no, a- no, we just went and just, just like
0: fistfights these guys. I don't know
2: what we were. Th- we were just on hopped up on adrenaline, and I was angry. I was an angsty kid. And
1: how old were you? At the I was time?
2: probably fourteen. Wow. Yeah, I was a freshman in high school, and uh, this was like a new. This was a big deal, you know. I was freaking out. And then, uh, yeah. So we drove around. We never found him. But they caught the guy at the ATM. Two guys. Put him in prison. Thank yeah. God. Are
0: they, you know, do you like know their names? Did you?
2: Uh, actually, I do an improv troupe with two of them. No, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course um, not. They were like junkies or whatever. Yeah.
1: The thing about, um uh I I fell in love with New Orleans probably like six or so years ago. I went for the first time. And I was, it was one of the, when I was a kid, I, I, I it was the thing of when I first came to New York and I was like. I love that place. I want, I want to live there. Yeah. And I had the same thing with New, with New Orleans. And I think I like a part of it that's a little dangerous. But it also is a thing of like, you know, you get used to certain ways that you are here in New York. And you're like, okay, I, I get how um the homeless here work and things like yeah, that. And yeah. it's a, it is different it's there. It's different. Where, where you're like, the, the energy of it is like suddenly you'll be on a street and there's only like... There, I like in New York that there's so many people. Yeah. <laughs> that you feel even if you're not, you feel much safer and like the the thing of. Yes. I, one of the first times I went to New Orleans, That's I was like, difference. I was on we. I I think my thing was like in, uh, I can't remember. I, I think it was the Maroney, technically, mm-hmm. where I was staying. And I remember like I was unloading some stuff. I, I had a car there. I was unloading some stuff, and like a guy just got into the car Whoa. with me, and he was like give me money and i was like i was like i i was like oh i i had bags i was like i don't have any actual money and I was like, I like looked and there was like, oh, some change in the thing. And I gave him, you know, what I had there. And he was like, he was like, thank you. And then he left. But it was like the was really thing polite of like, like that. getting in the car. I was like, that was such a, that's aggressive. That, that doesn't seem to happen like in in New York. Like in, the, I don't know. It was just the way like you don't, when I went to LA, I felt the same way where I was like, oh, it's different here how yeah. things operate. And, and you just, if you don't know a city it feels scarier to you.
2: Yes, and so. it's it's more lawless there. Like in New York, if you got in somebody's car if you were a homeless guy, they'd probably beat you up or be like, "What the fuck is this?" and pull you out. Then yeah, people would film it. It'd be a scene in New Orleans. It's like I'm with this guy. It's me and him. Yeah, How and that, that we were the only two
1: people on the street. So I was like, I was like, "Oh, here." And then he was like, "Oh, it's great." And he was fine. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't. But I, at first, I was like, "Oh my god, he's in the car with me," and I didn't see him. So right. Yeah, it's just a thing. That's, if you don't know,
0: that's so scary. Yeah, yeah. It reminds me I, when when I first moved to Harlem. It was so funny. I was with, uh, I said, I moved to Harlem. This is the first time moving to New York City. And uh, I had met the super. And it was a black man with with dreadlocks. And I had met him. I knew his name, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then my roommate moved. He brought his taxi car with all his bags, all his luggage and stuff. And is taken out all the bags. And the super comes up to be like, oh, do you want me to help you with that? And I was like, sure, of course. But my roommate, who had not met the super, thought that some random guy uh, had come up to the car. And it was one of those moments where like... Uh, I I feel like he got caught You know uh, 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 Being racist Yeah yeah Because he, he didn't He thought I was so naive That like a random guy Came up to the car Yeah And it was clearly informed By the fact that That it was like A black man with dreadlocks Sure And my roommate was like What are you doing uh, And it was such And I, I I don't think anyone knows But it was one of those One of those where I, you know, I'm sure he felt He felt terrible Right All these things But it was one of those moments Where you know He didn't know the neighborhood He's just like Everything's Yeah He's, he's cautious yes, He's freaking yeah. Yes. And it's the same way, you know, you walk around I can't imagine how many people have just come up to me asking for directions yeah and i've been like sorry i can't yeah. because i've done other times where it's someone talks to you yes. and the moment they start talking to you there's there's a there's a sob story and you're like fuck I, yeah i'm stuck here when i walk and i don't have any money on me and i can honestly say i'm sorry i don't have any money i feel so good yeah, I'm yeah. Like, i don't have any cash in well me right now. i did
1: that the other night i was dining out at like a outdoor restaurant on uh friday night and um A guy came up with flowers to the table of us and he was like, he's like, hey, can you do do you gentlemen want to buy the ladies some nice flowers? And I was like, no, 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 no. no, We we don't have any. um, We don't we don't have any cash and and no one had cash. And then he goes, I take Venmo, too. Ah! And then we were like, I was like, oh, no, we don't want that. And then you're like, so you should have said that. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, fair enough, fair enough. Snippy. But I still don't want the flowers, but fair enough. It was it was so funny. He was just like, you should have just said that. And I was like, oh, yeah. You're very nice. I'm sure some people go, go fuck yourself. Well, I tried to let you I, off easy. I, was, I had a conversation with a friend because I was like, I, I don't like being trapped. I don't yes. like being trapped at a thing and Escape being like, I, I don't like that thing <laughs> of like, I, I, I there's something about it. If I can't, in New York, I don't care if someone says something while I'm on the move. But I don't like when I was like very much like having like a thing and a, and and it felt like, oh, you've trapped me here. Yeah. And and there's no the only way you that you feel good about it is that if I give you money.
0: I, w- I was in Italy. in Italy and I don't want to buy flowers. They were ugly. Flowers. In Italy, there was a, there was a lot of flower guys. I remember yeah. being in uh, f- what's the one with all the water? Florence Venice. Venice Venice yeah Venice, yeah. Venice. and Canals. like it was it was like a hostel and I was like trying to flirt with someone and like it was late at night and we're like talking like by a, a wall and this guy like comes right uh, up with the flowers and I was I was stuck yeah I and mean, they're just aggressive just aggressive in a very different way yeah, yeah. it and
2: seems like Italy doesn't have dating apps cuz everything is like hey mommy on the street like it's all uh catcalling it's like yeah. get on Tinder you psychos what are we doing here at
1: Tinder um were you mad uh, at your parents? Oh, oh, I had one more question. About- Go for it. But if you're going to keep neurons, Well, yeah. And- were you
0: mad at your parents for staying in this fucking neighborhood? I mean, like looking back that's on it, it seems it's like a,
1: it's a it has a rich historical thing. Yeah, it sounds like you were
0: mugged frequently. You were yeah. put through trauma. Yeah, you were living in uh, the, what, it was like some big space, giant that mansion, that dilapidated. That they made an Airbnb. They made it into a bed and breakfast because we ran out
2: of income. Oh, that's so why we they had didn't to- like you.
1: Huh? Is that why they didn't like you? Because you made it into a bed and breakfast? The neighborhood? No, no. Because no. that—that's a. I feel like when I read things now, that's in treme especially has been so. Oh, the gentrified. They hate and, it. And why they, do they hate it so much? Well, because because, it's ruining the neighborhood. It, yeah, and it was like it was like a neighborhood that was more affordable yes. near the French Quarter, where you could like you could go, you could walk to the French Quarter, and now it's been like overtaken by airbnbs and, and things like that yeah. and it's like they hate it like that's why like for a while i was like oh i want to buy a place in new orleans and then i'm like well i don't like i can't because the idea would be like if i did do it i would want to like rent it out when i'm not there and then it's not a city where that's ex- a, a, a thing that is like people do like it, it, you you can do it but it's also hated do you mm-hmm. know what i mean especially that neighborhood hey, hey, they
2: try to make it illegal yeah so yeah it's yeah, a big thing. yeah.
1: And I get it. It's a you know, yeah. it's, dry, it's ruining the neighborhood. I get it
2: too. Know. But when I go to town, I use them. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, this is yeah. so cheap. I got no. this huge New Orleans I house. Know. You know, it's nice. I know. But I won't use them if they're illegal. But they're not illegal yet, so might as well help out a person who lives in San Antonio. Yeah. Oh
1: God.
0: And so okay, so you were there. And I'm sorry, I have all these – No, I mean, you You were a bedwetter. You talk about it in your stand-up. Yeah, you, a stand bedwetter. And, I mean, it feels like it must have been connected to this. I mean
2: – Yeah, I'm 37. I didn't realize that until I was, like, 35. Really? Yeah. Really? I was just like, oh, I was a bedwetter. Kids wet the bed. Some kids do, some kids don't. I was a bedwetter, and apparently it's got to be all trauma. Like, my therapist was – we had a good month of, like – he's like, what? What? Whoa, that's crazy. No wonder this. No wonder that. So – uh-huh. Had a lot to unload, but I didn't know. Like, I had sex with a 55-year-old woman when I was 16. He's like, you're a survivor. I'm like, what? That was awesome. <laughs> I, I was like the king of high school. I had no idea any of that was bad. I was like, How did you was meet? New...
0: Was this on Tinder? Who, yeah. Who no, was this?
2: No, this is 2000, and 2000. It was the night before the millennium change.
0: So wow. Y2K was in the air. Yeah, it felt like the world might end. Exactly. It did.
2: Yeah, it was like skydiving. Like, fuck it. Let's go for it. And she was on a balcony flashing, and I was... 16 looking up like this is pre-internet porn oh, and she goes you want to come up and i said yeah and th- there's more details but uh yeah first she, time this is first in new time. orleans first
1: time virginity. your first time was a 55 year old woman yeah
2: maybe oh, 50 but it, you know when you're that young everybody looks like
0: wow. you know jennifer aniston they all look at this fight it's like it's like a 28 year old and she's like i'm not fucking 50. you fucking <laughs> yeah. child. oh my
1: god we're relatively the same age i'm a little younger but I remember the millennium, and I was so far from having sex at the time is what I remember. I mean, it and came out of nowhere. And that is wild to be like a 55-year-old woman. Wow.
2: Yeah, good times. And great. where?
1: Where? So this is in New Orleans? In the uh,
2: Ramada Hotel on Bourbon. Oh. That's such wow. a different first time. Because Was
1: she a tourist or? Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Her husband was there <sighs> the whole time. He didn't watch, but he was on the balcony. Oh. Yeah, he just like, closed the door. So I think they've done this. He closed it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was wild. Jesus
0: fucking Christ! Yeah, she's an animal. I just think about—I lost my virginity when I was 18, and it was senior of high school, and she had had sex before. And even that, I felt like, oh boy, she knows so much more about this shit than I do. Yeah. And I just can't imagine <laughs> a 50-year-old 50, 50 just like—I feel so—I just be, lie there. Yes. I just lie there. You tell <laughs> me what to do. I'm not. I'm not taking it. I'm not going to be like flip over. Right when I'm freaking synch. Of course, of I course. I mean, that's crazy. She directed me and she was very sweet, very nice.
2: I think she got off on the fact that like I was clueless and I was a teenager. How's your
0: therapist? How, how do you It's one of those things where like if someone's like you're a survivor and you're like it was cool when I was 16, like I don't even know how you unpack that shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I had a great time. It was all consensual. I wanted to do it. Yeah, I would do it again. She told she's you probably dead. Before. Oh, she's got to be dead. She's got to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the husband, I'm sure killed her. They had, they were <laughs> kind of bikery and messy. <laughs> oh, meth-y. Yeah.
1: So, oh boy. so you did you meet him, talk to him, or nah? I came have up, a cigarette on the balcony <laughs> afterwards with him.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, great tits, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, no, she. Uh, I went up there with two friends, so there was three of us. Okay, so then we knock on the door. She opens it, and he goes, "Which one is it?" And she points to me, and he took them on the balcony, and they had a couple beers, and oh.
0: We went they, to town. They
1: definitely have done this before. Wow. You yeah, oh, yeah. took your friend on the porch?
0: Oh, yeah, the balcony out right was on Was your bourbon. friend disappointed? Was he like, oh, I... It was or was so... he worried? Maybe he had to go with this
1: guy. He's like, I I'll guess. go fuck him on the porch. I definitely was... would be a balcony friend. I, <laughs> I That's very stressful to me, the situation. I mean... It was a different time. Balcony friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just love imagining that couple, like... Uh, you know, they, they we go to Neurons Orleans tw- once a year, and uh, she just, like, just she just like, flashed her tits the first sixteen year old Which one is it? Like it was oh like my. fishing.
2: I was like a like a, a bass. I was like I'm in. She reeled me up, and that was it. She she gutted me.
0: And this was was she flashing? Was her parade or she was just flashing?
1: It was out of the blue.
2: It was bourbon. It was the it was people, the yeah. 90s 2000. You just flashed.
1: People still do it. I mean, yeah. it's like a, even outside of you know carnival. It, does, people, does your wife flash? No, my wife does not flash, but I've been there outside of like Parade season or things, and people, people, you know, you'll just on if you're on Bourbon, people will, you know, still do it. Yeah, random, not as much, I think, probably at, at the height of things, but people still. I'm do sure it. the world has shifted a little. I bit I remember one time I saw a woman sh-
0: shouting out to the bottom Can I flash everybody? Yeah. Is everyone on the street okay? I did right. see a
1: woman one time. There, it was like a relative. It was in the winter. It was a little. I think it might have been during carnival season, but like not that busy. And we were walking down Bourbon, and I saw an older woman and her husband walking down the street, and people were on the back balconies and kind of like some people were throwing beads and stuff and she very coyly pulled out one titty like and then looked at her husband and he was like he like was shocked and she just like pulled it up and was like I think me and her husband were the only two people that saw it but it's like that kind of environment yeah like, yes, i'm yes. going to do this just this once cuz i'm here right, and doing right. this thing you know
2: yeah guys would whip it out it was very wild it was a wild scene back then this is pre camera phone and everything so oh, it was yeah, a different yeah. time
1: yeah different before pictures. Before, before phones Can you imagine before cameras.
0: pictures in general where you had to have 20, 20 minutes. You had to You'd stand still people. with your dick out yeah, for someone to take right, a picture. Right. <laughs> you just show someone a blur. I swear it was a dick.
2: Yeah. How about the guy with the poof? Remember that guy with the poof camera? Yeah. yeah. You never get a dick on that. Well, that's no. why I always
0: think those old pictures, that's why they look so unhappy is because mm. they had to hold it for 20 minutes. And that I think that's sense. better because I feel like now you smile, you look at pictures, you're like, I was happy then. I was like, no, you weren't. <laughs> yeah. you're you are happy for half a second. Right back then, you got to see what you felt like most of the time, which was just (laughs) a very stale mood. Yeah, it's the Dust Bowl. It was the Depression. They were all bummed. So, was your was your is your brother? uh, Did your brother wet the bed too? Did he have anxiety, or were you very different?
2: We were different. He was uh, like a shut in. He was a recluse. He was obsessed with computers. He was a kid with a a DOS booklet when he was you know twelve, and uh, now he is a computer programmer. He does very well. But uh, he was like, I'm not going out there. And I was like, I'm going out there. That was my whole thing. And he was like, good luck out there. He wasn't protective at all. We barely got out. We barely talked. Mm. But, yeah, we were completely different.
0: And were you were you a funny grown-up? Were you the funny guy? Were you the, in school?
2: Yeah, I think the more un- I'm always uncomfortable. So the more uncomfortable I am, the more jokes I crack and... You know, the trauma and the child. You just felt out of place. The white kid in the black neighborhood, you know, always feeling different and weird. So you try to be accepted. And also my parents were workaholics. They were checked out. So if you got a good line in and you got a laugh, you were like, that was the hug. Uh The laugh was the hug. And what did they do? uh, They were lawyers for a while. They hated it. You know, they'd tell me, like, this guy's guilty, but I have to... Uh, defend him! I, am sick to my stomach, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. And oh, then, God. are
0: lawyers even supposed to tell their kids? Then? Probably not. I think there's <laughs> something about like you can tell your spouse. Like so, I heard something recently about like one of the reasons, many reasons, why they wanted gay marriage was like there's some rules of there's some rules about spouses. Like you can talk honestly with your spouse. Uh-huh. And mm. so, like, there's more attached to that title than one would think. Just out the oh, gate. interesting. But your kids to to tell your. You're your boozing kid. Hey, he's guilty as fuck. Don't tell anybody. Yeah. I'm like
2: putting a transformer together like, is that right? Guilty, <laughs> huh? Manslaughter. How about that? You know? Yeah, it was pretty pretty wild. But then they they got out. Now my mom became a teacher and my dad got into real estate.
0: So they're doing well now?
2: Yeah, but still workaholic, still obsessed. That's where I get it. I'm always doing sets and running You around.
0: are a, a, a workaholic.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I just think this business is such a – we're so lucky to be able to do it. And it's so easy. I mean, it's hard to write jokes. But like getting up, performing, going from gig to gig, all these comics complain about it. I'm like, this is heaven. We could be in a cubicle. We could be, I mean, I was a furniture mover. I was a janitor. I did all the labor gigs. I worked on a construction site. So this, you're like, I should work hard. I mean, we're lucky to even be able to tell our thoughts into a microphone and have people listen. That's such a privilege already. So of course, you might as well treat it with some respect.
1: I I think uh, I'm not a stand-up, but I think uh, as a non-stand-up, what is funny is that, like still to this day, you'll you'll go on online and you'll see people being like, "This is my first time doing stand up mm. since Boa. And I'm like, "How did you like?" I think that like, like pre COVID, there was that a I'm time. not in the world of it. But I think that there is still people in the year in in the year in, twenty in, in September 21. 2021 being like, "This is my first time doing stand up in 21 months." And you're, you're like, "Like that's not COVID." That is yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah you just don't like doing stand up that much like yes <laughs> I, I feel exactly. like yeah. as someone not in it like you just don't like doing Doing that thing that much. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine, my friends, my friends you know, would
0: be like, oh, well, I, I don't, you know, the outdoor stuff, I just didn't really like it. And you're like,
1: okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. I don't know I don't know what to fucking tell you. And I get yeah. it. I get like, I don't like it either.
1: I get like a certain thing, but like, I just feel like there's a, that, that window is like, you you know, you gotta yeah, adapt yeah, yeah. at some point. Yeah. To totally. be like, circumstances are perfect. You know the number of fucking Zoom
0: shows I did, I oh. just, I just, I don't have any sympathy for it. I mean, cause like, the Zoom, I mean, I made my living in December off fucking Zoom corporate shows. There you go. And I would do like five, Five shows back to back, three hours in Zoom. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, it's really brutal. It's Writing new brutal. material on Zoom is brutal. Yeah. Having it work on Zoom, and you're like, I think I finished a joke on Zoom. Bringing it in person, and then it bombs, and then being like, well, <laughs> now I don't trust anything I work. It was a just a horrible time. Yeah, horrible time. Horrible. Still doing any? No, no. What I still do occasional open. corporate, occasional well, corporate do it. one. Do it for the yeah, of course.
2: But yeah, I just hate bombing at home. You know, you want to yeah. go out yeah. and bomb and come back, and be like, all right, I got TV here, I got my couch. But when you bomb at home, you're like, oh. Still here, that yeah. that feeling is in the air in your dumb apartment. I hate it. I think in terms of yeah. like
0: constructing jokes, I just that whether too. it did well or whether it did badly, I never knew for sure. I just yes. like if, especially like a, a long one liner that I was crafting. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I I, know. I can't tell. There's no gauge. Yeah,
2: it's the it's the same way. I did a sidewalk show last week, which I swore off, but they tricked me, and I did it. <laughs> and I'm telling like a stuff like the the bulletproof stuff, and it's bombing. And you're like. Well, this is pointless. If the A isn't working, then you'd be like, "There's a homeless guy," and they'd be like, "Ah!" And I'm like, "So look, you got to take it as this is a this is an ex- an exercise. Try to make them laugh, even if your material is bombing, even if they're objectively not laughing at good stuff." Just try to figure out and use it as an exercise to, like, learn how to get laughs off the cuff and all that. So, there is always a a way to get something out of it.
0: What's the doubt? Now that you 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 know, you know have a significant fan base, when you headline, I'm sure, on the road, you have a lot of people who like you. And you've seen the comics who have a fan base and get worse. How <laughs> yes. do you... That's pretty much all of them. All of them? Yeah. All of them. There's, like, four, four people who I'm like, this guy's still great. And, like, what's your... How do you, how do you break it? How do you trust? Do you ever not trust when you're at these soup know, When you're at a white hot show and you're like, yeah, fuck, I don't, I don't know if I trust this anymore. Yeah, of course. But that's why I
2: do all the weird shows. I exactly. I Brooklyn. I do. I go to the queen. I did a black room in the Bronx last week. That was a whole nother world. And uh, you got to mix it up. Yeah. 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 And it sucks and it hurts and you want to just go where it's comfortable, but you'll be a better comic if
0: you don't. So, okay. So you're in New Orleans. You go to college. You, you dropped out of three colleges. Failed out. Failed out. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. We're being honest. <laughs> Dropped out. And what when when it was happening? Did you did you have any plan, or were you just living day to day? Were you like, I'm gonna go up and do this?
2: Day to day. Had no comedy dream. I, Cause I had such low self esteem. Comedy was like this. That's like being an astronaut. What am I? Yeah. Fucking Jerry Seinfeld. Get out of here. But you
0: loved it. You like I loved
2: it growing up. I watched it. I consumed it. I had Marks Brothers stacked up VHS tapes. Really? I was obsessed with all Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello, all that shit. S- old SNL. I loved Bill Murray, all that shit. And uh, but I was just a drunk idiot from New Orleans, from Louisiana. Who the hell am I? And my pa- my parents are so smart. My brother's so smart. And I was like not as smart as them. They are intellectuals, and uh, so I just was like this loser. And I uh, worked at a restaurant. One of the other waiters did it. He said, "You should try it." I think you'd be good at it or whatever and I tried it and it went horribly but I just got hooked and went back now, was this every the, day.
0: the Lucy's retired yeah. surfer bar
2: well that was the second one. First one was in Lafayette Louisiana and I, I wanted to go far away because I was so embarrassed to try it mm. yeah, yeah yeah. I did not want anyone to know about it I did not <laughs> want to see anybody I knew so I drove three hours to do five minutes people watch me like that's
0: the guy whose house we robbed the other yeah. week oh my god <laughs> yeah exactly. we, we should give it back to him he looks like he's struggling right right did, did, was that first show was there anything good that had anything that popped
2: I think uh, I did I had a yeast infection at the time. I was hooking up with a sl- soccer player chick and she had a real she was all messed up downtown with just the games and the sweat. Sure. So she gave me jock itch so I was uh, talking about that and it that did pretty well. And, yeah, yeah, and I did a whole horrible joke. Uh, it's, she had a yeast infection. I got sourdough. Uh, and they're like, ugh! But it got something, and I could feel like there's something here. And I just kept writing, and I was like, Family Feud. It's weird how they always say good answer, even when it's a bad. I write that down. And you just have this booklet of shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you get hooked, and uh, you meet all the other comics, and we all hung out and did shit. And here's a gig out in this town. Let's go drive there together. And it was fun. And I had my world now. I never had a world.
0: Yeah. And Never I think sex is definitely, my like my first bit, like the first bit was an ex texting me, what kind of KY did we use? Yeah, Like there's just something about sex yes. that is so acute that you're like, something's funny about of this. Of course. Well, it's this taboo
2: and it's it's universal. It's the, we all fuck, you know, Nairobi to Portugal, they're all fucking. And then animals fuck and then fucking is weird to talk about. It's like, you know, yeah, risky. So that makes it funnier. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's always it's a go to. It's a go to. I have so much dirty. Sometimes I think of a new dirty joke. I'm like, I don't I don't know. I know. This. I, I know. This. But then I did I did a prison gig, I think pre COVID last year. And like, you know, I, I remember uh one of their cell doors was open and the the walls are plastered in graphic porn. Women mm. holding themselves open. <laughs> yeah. so you can see out their mouth they're holding themselves open so oh wide. Yeah. And I thought I was like, these guys want to talk about sex and I it was like noon but I just did the filthiest set yeah. I had and it, it was a blast sure it was a blast and these are guys these are in prison they haven't you know they haven't fucked in in decades right and so like just to talk about it they're just thrilled it's so funny to them that's great but see like your DMV no not DS
2: casino thing yeah, yeah, like, yeah if you can blow that out and get something out of that to me I'm like that's good comedy like yeah this idea you had that no one else had and it but it makes sense and
0: to me I'm like that's the shit I want well, I was so scared. I, I wanted to bring it up. So I I woke up. I I I I tweeted. I saw you know Kevin Sorbo. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. talk about this thing, because I was so worried that you were mad at me. Oh no! I was, I was so confused. worried. I so Kevin Sorbo. Oh, he's Hercules, and uh, uh, big right wing guy. Yeah. yeah. Big yeah. right wing guy and tweets like kind of just the the most conservative uh, right wingy jokes. But there's a lot of young comics who imitate you. Oh really? That's there's a, a lot of like, That's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like you—you you are very good in the same way Seinfeld of like a real simile. Like uh-huh. you set up the simile and then you just punch it out. Yes. And so Kevin Sorbo did something about like wearing a mask in your car is like wearing a condom in bed, and uh-huh. it was just like something about the kind of the the raw simile of it. It just reminded me of 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 someone trying to imitate you. So I did. I retweeted it with like Mark Norman voice. And then some, my one of my friends wrote you, I, I I was so scared I woke up as if I I was worried I was you thought I was making fun of you I was, I was comparing I was you to worried. Kevin Sorbo yeah and I was like no I wake up I'm in bed I'm like sleeping I'm like oh fuck I remember you fuck I, I that pissed that. off Mark yeah. Norman ah, yeah. oh son of a bitch well you know how comics are you can call my mom a whore
2: you can kick my dad of course. In the course but if you attack the act or your writing or yeah, whatever yeah, then you're yeah. like what the fuck you can call me ugly or whatever so I was like is this guy going after my act and then somebody sent it to me so it made it seem like you were. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. got me. If I would have seen that I'd be like, ah, look at that. that's that's kinda of flattering. And
0: I didn't know who sent it until later I'm doing a gig and the guy one of the guys opening was like, Oh by the way, I think I fucked up. I sent Mark and and I was like <laughs> you, son <laughs> uh, you son of a bitch son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. That's we we I'm,
2: but I'm glad we that's what we humans should do. Sane people should should hash it out and, and talk like adults. Which of course. we did. And it made it all better yeah otherwise it would just fester and stew like does he hate me and i'm in the shower going what's this guy's deal or whatever It just yeah. get
0: it out confront of course we did one of our one of i think it was one of my first post COVID. i mean during it was in the middle of COVID, but it was like an outdoor gig we did uh-huh. uh with with syrian jews the community do you we, we went it was olga namer uh, set up the gig it was outdoors half the people were at the bar there was a big pool beautiful outdoor oh, space oh yes the pool the, the stage the stage yes. was like covered in like a curtain so it was very slippery yeah, yeah. and uh i hosted or maybe i went first but it, i like went first first yeah yeah and uh yeah. i like I did not do great. How many? But people? I remember you. You said something just like you. You acknowledge whenever you. There's always this thing of like people will not understand when I don't do well. If like it's a tough audience, I'm like no one's gonna think it was the audience. They're gonna think the audience of course, was great, of course, and I sucked. And every comedian knows. Yeah. And you said something along those lines, like, "Oh, you you really cracked them. To, you really got them yeah. there. Or like kept doing." But I was so self conscious. We it was all, like yeah, we post-COVID are. and it was like yeah. some of those first sets back. I oh, really. Nightmare. Nightmare.
2: We're rusty. They're rusty. No one knows what comedy is. It's outdoors. It's it's like swimming with weights on. The yeah. whole thing sucks. Yeah. But- and, and
0: this was just the worst. Half the people were at the bar. And people kept migrating to the bar gradually yes. over the yeah. course of the show. And by the time, like, Brian Mix- Scott McFadden was, was the headliner. Yeah. But by that time, 10 people <sighs> were left in the audience. The how bar many, was so how loud. How many
1: people were on the lineup? I was like
0: five and it was like, it was like all like all pros. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were taking, we were taking them all. Any gig that came along at that time period, we were taking them.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, that that was a weird time. That was felt like apocalyptic. You know, who's got COVID? Who's yeah? Who's gonna die? Are we ever gonna come back? Is this yeah. how life? And is this now?
0: group did not take COVID seriously for sure. No, this particular group was not.
1: I think that that's what's stressful is that you're still in a time where you're like doing things, and I like I just saw you at that the I went to your show you at going? the casino, and it's a packed show. Oh, they don't and, fuck around. And you're, you're watching, and they they they're having a great time. They you killed, but as someone you know, you're there, and I'm like. I'm vaccinated, I'm, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you're like, it's a packed room. I just feel like there's not a way to like fully relax and, and enjoy. <laughs> like there is things, and you had said like, oh, I made jokes the I night before vaccine about jokes vaccines. I had vaccine jokes that
0: are, that are and, pretty pro-vaccine, but they were, I thought they were decent jokes. But I noticed at Mohegan Sun, like I was doing were, well, and then I did that, and then I fucking half the audience went cold. Oh, and I was yeah. like, wow, a lot
1: of people are unvaccinated yep, here. Yep. And I
0: was just going hard at them. Uh, <laughs> and so
1: that's my mind you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's happening so yeah it's i don't think we're at a place where people can fully just be like and like not you know not aware of everything around them
0: yeah i i worked a club i won't say it on here but but the the person at the entrance is supposed to check make sure everyone's vaccinated and obviously this is like a, a barkton club yeah mm. cl- no no yeah. way so a lot of people would be like, oh, no, I don't have my vaccine card. And he was like, all right, just show me your phone yep. and then put it away. And then I'll just say oh my that God. I'm vaccinated. And I, and I saw it like happen in front of me. And I was just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I was like, of course. Well, you think you think, you think, think all these companies out there, they're all of a sudden going to have a tip-top shop yeah, where they're going to check everyone's card to pack in their room as yeah. tightly as they can? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here.
2: The vaccine is such a fascinating sociological experiment because, like, I know nurses who won't get it. Wild. And- It's all very fascinating, and then like some people are like, it's the government, the microchip, and all that, and the whole country's split on this vaccine, and you're like, I don't know. It's, It's pretty cool. It's cool to see where people go with things. Like, oh, I didn't know you were that type of guy. I didn't know you were that good. But when it all comes down, you know, comes out of the wash, you get to see kind of who people are. Russell's
0: writing a sketch yeah. about a game show where you have to guess which of your friends is not vaccinated. Uh, yeah. Because fun. there's because some people is surprising. You. Yes, exactly. And you're like, you that's can't always saying. track
1: it. And then you're like, oh, oh, you're not like, it is like, oh, you know. And then once in a while, you're like, they seem like they'd have all the indications that they wouldn't be vaccinated. Especially and in New are.
0: York. If I wasn't, I'd walk around and feel I know, like I going to New York. Is but is but I'm, say from, it. I'm from upstate. <laughs> so it's
1: like, you know. It's a little different upstate.
0: Well, shame is
2: real. Like, you live in New York, and there's people in New York who don't want the vaccine. But they're like, I don't want to just be around people who have it. And they start talking about how shitty people are who don't have it, so you just fucking get it. But you go out to Montana, they're like, proud to not get it. And so it's it's I think what I don't
0: understand is like, I understand being scared of medicine, scared of shots. I'm more scared of my body in general. I'm just more scared of my body betraying me Uh than the government. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah, such a know?
1: confidence in my own body. Like people have such a like That's a what mood. I don't get. And, then, and, and then they're f- always the people who are like yeah. this yeah, no know, this right? body. The kind yeah. Of rascal. <laughs> when <laughs> exactly. I got covid I was like I'm du- I'm going to die. Like I was like, I have no, oh, you got it. I got it before the vaccine. <sighs> Couple and days I was ago. like, I was like, <laughs> no, um, I was like, I, you know, it's like, it's hard not to the, the, <laughs> the mental stuff around it. Sure. like, I'm a big guy. And like,
0: I wanted but- to do a stand. I wish he did stand up Cause you said a lot of people were calling to check in on you. I know. I was like, that's how fat I knew I was <laughs> that's good. because
1: people every day were like, it was like one of those things where you're like, it's sweet, but I know what you're saying yeah, to me yeah, and right. just like Hey, how you feeling today, buddy? Every day, um, yeah. But yeah,
2: you think there's people on the far right who pretend to be more? Oh no, wait. There's people on the left who pretend to be right online to get to get by with. The, I know people who are very on the right who pretend to be left in New York, like online. Oh mm, sure, so sure. they can hide in the in the tall grass. But do you think it goes the other way? Are there people who live in very right wing places so, who are very sure. left and they're hiding it? And online they're like Trump twenty twenty four, but at home they're like, oh god, I love Kamala, you know, or whatever. Yeah,
0: I think of so many politicians. I was always so curious. All the politicians who hated dealing with Trump on the right, yeah, who probably went home and they're like, oh Jesus Christ, could he just not do this one thing? I'm sure sure. they all. I think though, you
1: see, what's interesting right now is you see the 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 split of, like, people at the very, very top on the right who definitely have been vaccinated. They're working in oh, places yeah. that are fully oh, vaccinated. Yeah. And and then the middle level of people who really believe what they're saying, like the radio hosts that are all dying because they weren't vaccinated. Yeah. And, and you're like, there's this, this level of, like... There's people higher up that are like, they don't, they, they're they're touting these things, but they're they're vaccinated, they're fully working at Fox News, which requires everyone to be vaccinated, and they don't really, like, it's not the life that they're living. So and then you have mid-level people who are like, I believe it fully, and then right. they're dying. Someone tweeted, like, like that's a, where you
0: can see where the grift ends, or like where the smarter people are. The smarter people in this scam are vaccinated, they're higher politicians, but this lower level of conservative radio hosts, yeah. they don't know that what... That their people up here supporting them yeah. are bullshitting them. Yeah. So it's just like you see where that cutoff is. It's maybe we're probably just hearing about these uh, radio people right. more often right. than I others. Mean, I th- but it's yeah. funny how many seem yeah. to have right. Yeah,
1: it's probably yeah. I don't you know. There's probably a lot of ones we're not hearing about, but yeah. So you you left
0: New Orleans mm-hmm. and you were doing stand-up Yeah, and you're you're doing well. You're you're like
2: ah, there was like yeah. seven of us. So like if I got a couple laughs, it was one of the
0: better sets. Could you headline? No, God no. okay. So you go to New York, big move. Big move. But You had a friend uh, who was up here that you uh, knew? I knew Sean Patton up here. Sean Patton. Oh, okay. yeah. and uh, so you you get here, but then is that when you went to the the film school? No, that was years ago. Oh really Yes. was that one of the schools you were you were or did you not consider that? Is that number uh, four? It was like a summer thing. I what went is for it called? This month. is New York, New York Film Academy New York Film Academy which in my experience, and I don't fully know this, but was brutally bad. It was bad. this place that. Complete racket. It, and it, I they, remember I knew about it as a kid because they did, were great about advertising. I remember like it was in Rolling yes, Stone magazine. Yes. They were flyers, super advertised. And it was like the school. I did a couple of the student films because uh, I was an actor first. And, uh, are you from here? No, from D.C. Maryland. Oh, okay, okay. But I, I moved right here as an actor, and some summers I did these two films. Some of the worst – they would take a lot of international students. Yes. A lot – a shitload of international yeah, students definitely. who, like, came to be the next Martin Scorsese, and exactly. it's easy to scam them. Yeah. And I, I just remember, like, being in the, the third – second year or third year film, and it was, like, the, the biggest piece. The one I did, it was, like the, – the whole scene was I have an STD. It's Sunday. All the hospitals are closed, so I go to my sister, who's a nurse – and i like she answers the door and i'm like showing her my junk luckily luckily I, we didn't do that yeah. literally but from behind and she's like brother why are you making me brother. look at your dick and I'm like, please, you have to. And it was something like I got a genital piercing, and then I had sex before it recovered, and horrible, horrible, wow, wow. horrible script. Wow. And uh, uh, it was okay because my sister was a lesbian. It was like it was very can we, experimental. Can we get that online? Can yeah. we pull that? Up? I will try to find it. Oh, God, I will try I to hope. find it. That would be great. I, she's definitely we're still Facebook there's, friends.
1: There's a there's a musical theater equivalent of that, isn't there? Like uh, New York Film Academy. Uh, I
0: don't think they turned this film
1: into a musical. No, no, no. Adapting no. The, no, the, uh, the the the, the rack. The uh the what's that thing called? You know, oh like a musical. Yeah, like it's a college, but it's like it's like in New York, and it's very like it's it robs people. Um, I forget of it. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll think of it. I'm sure.
0: But there's, but this was this, so you went to that. I did, and yeah. Did you have dreams of being a filmmaker? I
2: did. I wanted to be like a Woody Allen type, minus the uh, the Asian daughter. <laughs> but like, I was like, uh, yeah, I want to be Woody Allen. I want to move to New York. I want to live, baby. And I hated it. I hated all of it. I hated how, how um, what's the opposite of micromanage? You know, with stand-up, you're independent, you're alone, you write it, you go on stage. Yeah, Movies, yeah, yeah. is like, you need the actors. You need a script, you need a gaffer, you need an editor, you need all the camera guys. So I hated that part. I want to just get to it. And, uh, so yeah, I hated it and nobody took it seriously, blah, blah, blah. The whole thing sucked. My movie sucked. I remember I brought it back. All Do you my still friends, have your
0: movie?
2: Oh, I threw that in the fire. But a, uh, Put
0: that on Patreon, baby. It Patreon was exclusive.
2: So bad. <laughs> my mom watched it. She was like, this is really bad. I could tell she was mad because she spent this money oh, on the school. And, and she, so she bad she that they, words.
0: oh my oh, yeah. God, really? She, she
2: let me have it and I was so embarrassed and oh. I was wildly depressed because I was doing open mics at night during this whole film school thing. And uh, that was like this is what I like. Fuck the fuck the school, and yeah. so I moved back home depressed because I I didn't know it, but I was missing stand up. I was bummed, and then I moved back up. You know, after I got into stand up a little more, and then I knew the city and everything. So it was
0: it was worth it. Do you but think it's it good? Do you think it's good that your mom was like that? Do you wish you had a mom who'd been like, oh I see, oh that line was funny. I could use a little bit. A little bit. A little bit of that. Would it's be a nice. fine line. I mean. It's amazing. There's some there's some comics I know with some very supportive parents, and they are very bad comics. Yes. And like there is just like there is this <laughs> there is this balance that if I was a parent, I really don't know because I think I would lean towards supportive. Yeah. I think I would lean towards being like very like I'm proud of you. Constructive. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, but it's, it's 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 a tough one.
2: It's a tough one. Yeah. I mean, look, you don't want to go too far. Like, look at the old days. You had Jewish boxers. You'll never see a Jewish boxer now because Jewish guys are doing well or Jewish people are doing well, and the mom is there and everything. Back then, it was like my dad died in the Holocaust. I moved here from Hungary. I'm gonna box. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm desperate. And now they're all you know accountants. They're doing great. So it's the same with comedy. Like, are you? Do you have it that good? Are your parents super supportive? It's probably not gonna work out. You need a little bit of that grit, that push.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any like great comics who had great childhoods. I think
2: Nick Kroll apparently had a decent childhood. But yeah. even still, you can have a mental... Yeah, you, yeah, you got to be fucked up and... There's got to be something. got to be something. Otherwise, why would you do it? I mean, that's what does annoy me. As much as I talk about how hard I work. I hate these people who say, Hey, being a comic so easy, But I'm like, yeah, but I also gave up a decade of my life to to just eat shit and and climb my way to the top, claw and all this. And now it's easy. But before it sucked.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And to stay to stay good is, is yeah, tough. that too. I mean, stay sharp. You know, you're pumping out. You're pumping out a lot. You got
2: to pump out. That's what annoys me about these fucking suits. These execs. <laughs> they're like, here, do the Netflix half hour. I'm like, well, I'd like to get an hour. And they're like, just do the half hour. Then you write another half hour. You get the hour. I'm like, you know how hard it is to write a half hour? Yeah. You know how long that takes? How many things have to happen to you? How many failures you have to you have to have to try and fail and and tweak a, a fucking half hour? But
0: it's the name of the game. Have you have you put out anything that you're like, that was not ready? I should have oh, put totally, that out.
2: Totally, totally. I have a Conan that's like embarrassingly bad. I really? speak through the whole thing. Like some have a million views or, you know, 800,000. This one has like 300,000 and I don't blame them. It's really a poor performance. Oh, and boy. My hour special on Comedy Central. I feel like there's some great nuggets in there, but I didn't know how to blow out an hour. I didn't know how to like close and open and pace and all that. So pretty embarrassed by that. But, but I take clips out of it for Instagram, like of this course. is a good bit, but yeah. as a whole. Yeah. Well, I, I
0: feel like that, well, I, I'm not, I write a lot, but I do not like ordering. I don't, I never, I, I, I rarely, oh, I recorded something last year, but like putting it in order is not something I've done sure. very often. That's important. And it's important. And then, but you know, I, I'm not headlining so frequently that I'm like, oh, okay, I'll do this. I'll do the new stuff. It's always just like an hour of exploring and, <laughs> and But I'm saying like. Even the art of like, what is it to put together an hour is a foreign concept to me. You know, just right, understand right. like, start strong, a lot of jokes, yeah. you earned a story. Yeah, yeah. Back to jokes, earn another story. Right. Big closer, that's sure, good. but that's it. Like that's yeah. that's if you can write it down in a paragraph, that's not art. I mean, right. that's that's just kind of paint by numbers to a certain extent. The
2: only way is just by doing it and failing and trying. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're doing the right, you're 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 going the right direction I, and making progress, but it it is painful. Like, there's a lot of trial and error.
0: Was there any part of you where you, you release this on your own and you have your own control that then sure. and then you go back to do the Netflix because obviously it's Netflix? Yeah, of course. You know who can say no to that? But was there ever like, oh, uh, you're controlling your narrative so well yeah. stand-up-wise? Yeah.
2: Everyone told ta- – I asked 10 comics. Nine of them said don't do it. Really? Yeah, wow. and one of them said do it, and he was so convincing and he made great points that I did it.
0: Yeah. yeah? More just about people seeing? Is it people who see it?
2: Well, he he made the point of, he's Nate Bargatze. I don't know if I'm, I'm supposed to say but he did it, and it changed his life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
2: everyone else I asked didn't do one. And so he's like, yeah, do it. It changed my life. Just blow it out. Have your best material. Kill it, and people will see it. And he's like, you already got YouTube. YouTube is there. You got 7 million whatever. This is new groups, and it's global, and-, and People will see it and be like, this has got the Netflix badge on it that they wouldn't they go, anybody can have a YouTube. I'm not watching that. I'll watch this though. So he had all these great points and I was like, Yeah, fuck it. And if it fails, I'll go back to YouTube. So I have the option of that. How
1: much time was there in finding out the hour and then and then doing it?
0: Wait, what do you mean?
2: But
1: like the the, how how
0: long did you know about the Netflix that it was coming up that you had to prep that thing? Oh, not
2: long, not long couple months
1: okay wow because yeah,
2: they're like we want to get this out we yeah, want this yeah, to be yeah. covety still and like have people uh still kind of stuck indoors yeah you know to get the wow. eyeballs sure
0: that's tough that's yeah. i mean th- when they rush stuff i know i mean i know god knows the stand-up specials out there that i'm always like they must have gotten a lot of money to pump that out really quick. oh yeah and you yeah. see it in the you in see the work. it oh yeah. and i think it i think long run it must hurt you you know sure. your fans. Slowly, some fans go. They don't need to see the next one. They don't. That's that's what you lose. That's what you lose. You release one bad thing.
2: I think you're right. I think and you're right. They, Unless they truly love you, they're like, ah, we tried him. It's over. <sighs> same with doing the road. Like if you go do the same show a year later at yeah. the same hour, they're like,
0: for ah, sure, we
2: saw this already. Because comedy's like magic. It's got to be a trick. Yeah, or yeah. else it's pointless. Well, I
0: talked about it where I, I was in the green room with. Jay Leno at Flappers. And and he was like super, but he he talked about, I asked him, I said, why have you never put out a special? Wow. And and he was like, he's like, are you crazy? I go back to Pittsburgh in four years. They don't know. They (laughs) they go, this is all new. I'm like, no, it's fucking not. They just forgot. And I'm like, I guess four years. Four years, maybe. Four years. Yeah. It was very funny because he was like super, very generous, very nice. But he really talked about money in the way that I feel like maybe you would talk about money and not that not someone who has 600 million dollars or whatever right. he has in the bank. He right. just talked about money in a way where I'm like why does that matter to you at all? Yeah. You could just sell a
2: car. He's nutty. He had a weird childhood, I think. And Did he, grew, he? Oh, he grew up super poor and he had to like start working at 12. He's one of those guys.
0: Yeah. Parents
2: like they're from Scotland. I think his mom is Scottish and she was off the boat. Dad's Italian off the boat.
0: Like he was he was all in. Um, which which of your your jobs was the least favorite since this is the downside? What was the worst one?
2: Uh, the least favorite was probably, well, I worked at the New York Film Academy. When I came back, I was so desperate. I just showed up here with 800 bucks, and I, I needed a job. So I went back to Film Academy and said, you remember me? I used to go here. Can I work here? And They were like, all right, start sweeping.
0: That's the only thing graduates, that, that's what yeah. they prepare you for, is to work at the New York Film <laughs> Academy. The only
2: job you can get is working there. After that fucking school. So I started being a file clerk. There was a big room full of file cabinets, and I had the ladder with the wheels on it, and I just—I had cuts all over my hand. I still hate Manila to this day, just filing and filing. They wouldn't go digital. So that sucked. And then they made me the registrar. So I had to kick kids out oh. for not paying the bills or not um, showing up to enough classes, attendance. So was, I don't want to kick anybody out. I'm telling some Polish kid, like, yeah, you've missed 12 days in a row. You got to go. And he's like, but I don't have, but good. I was like, I know. I'm, I'm trying to live my dream too, man. This is a nightmare. I, I got like an ulcer from it. It oh was hell. God. I quit eventually.
0: What is, what is an ulcer again? I always forget. Just
2: stressed out, stress. like pee and blood. And it was like this pain in my stomach. It was a nightmare. What did they have
0: to do to fix it?
2: You just kind of like chill out. I took some yeah. medicine and <laughs> you can't drink coffee. You can't drink booze. It irritates it. Oh my God. It was bad. I had all these cankers. It's just stress stuff but i hated that job. god, that was hell. but then i moved furniture and i was a janitor and i was like this is this is so much
0: better. furniture to me furniture in new york seems like it would be brutal. every time i have this so someone reach out for sponsored content for a, a, a grill, a barbecue grill. and i just like it was money. There they give me a free grill and i was going to give it to russell and then russell didn't want it. i don't have use for a grill. Yeah. i just wanted the money. Yeah. and i have this grill but like moving it up these two flights of stairs. Yeah. i i was like, you know what? Give you, them the money back. Were, I don't want to do any of this. I'm going to leave yeah. it on the side of the road. Fuck. I can't. But here's yeah.
2: the thing with moving. The couch won't yell at you. That's what I like. No, I like It's very that. like,
1: it, this is physical. Yes. There's no mental stress of, of the thing. Of like, okay, we just... And there's no like, you know, yeah, if you're doing a bad job, the, the thing is not often going to... Uh, Talk back to you.
2: Yeah, the you confrontation of, of a day job and the how you doing, the fluorescent lights, could cold out there, huh? tough weekend. That would like eat away at me. Yeah, all I mean, that shit, that like, corporate kind of yeah.
0: office yeah. jargon
2: and that, that lifestyle, I couldn't handle it.
0: Do you have a movie, though, where they like stayed with you the whole time? Like, watch it, watch it. Oh, I've had that. That's a nightmare. Yeah. When they would
2: watch you. I remember we moved this these two gay guys. We moved from uh, Upper West to Brooklyn. Beautiful brownstone. They're clearly rich. They had all these... African artifacts and we're just like and he's like well easy that's that's $8,000 and I'm like oh god and we got everything in and I nicked one vase and they fucking flipped on us I remember it was like this eight hour moving day it was a nightmare but
0: did you really fuck up this vase?
2: I chipped it and just a little about a piece the size of a golf ball just went Boop. fell right oh. off and hit the floor. And I was like, ah, oh, it was like the last piece. It was out of a movie. And they were like, what the fuck? That's from, you know, Uganda or whatever the hell. So it <laughs> yeah. was it was bad. Those so Uganda I blew But yeah, it was wild.
1: I often feel like in those circumstances, you're like, There was probably a moving company that was more expensive that would have been better than like my thing. Like I just feel like there's like you know sometimes people don't want to pay the top dollar and then but they expect the yeah
0: the full thing. Well, I've talked about Mike Racine moved me here, and uh, you know Mike. Yeah, I love Mike. And he, I I went in the U-Haul because he couldn't find the parking, so I like stayed in the U-Haul while he brought stuff in, and I. Turned it on to turn the AC on. But I, I I don't know cars. I can't drive. Okay. So I did the thing where I turned the, the battery on. Oh, and yeah. And so when he got there, it was dead. Oh, and, and man, I think, like, he was being very... And I'm like, Mike, he'll scare me. He's just something about him. Like, I feel like he could cut me to the core. Sure. I feel yeah. like he could say something about my personality totally. that would, like, fuck me up for the day. Yeah. And he was, like, really nice about it in the moment. And then later, like, you know, after I'd paid him the money, made some comment. But I felt terrible.
2: Yeah, he's a he's like he used to be a garbage man. Like he's a street guy. He's from Jersey, Italian guy. I wouldn't fuck with Mike.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He painted this wall.
2: Oh, but he is—he's is he's a great guy. He's sweet. He's sweet. Yeah, he's
0: sweet. Great guy. But unless I just you're wouldn't. a rat, he'll fucking. <laughs> if you're a rat, <laughs> he'll fucking. Drown I like. He's you. got. He's got that Italian thing. It's yeah, like yeah. These fucking rats. Okay, yeah. and the last before we get to our our doubts. So you're you're engaged?
2: Yeah, crazy, huh? Congratulations. How do you like that? I never thought I would be that guy, but uh, great gal, and uh, we get along so well, and
0: I'd like to have kids. I think so. Really? am wow. Trying to get that sped up. Did you always want kids, or is this a recent thing?
2: No, I'm getting older, I'm pushing 40, I'm going to be 38 in a couple weeks, so uh, yeah, I guess she's been pushing it pretty hard, by the way. Sure, sure, sure. How uh, long were you guys
0: uh, together? Probably five, six years. That's nice. Wow. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so it's not
2: new. Of course. Uh, We live together, we get along, we go on trips, it's great. Uh, Never had a gal this, feels this right, and Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I dated a girl for 13 years before this. So, 13 years yeah yeah
0: maybe 12 so wait how old were you when you started dating her a high school sweetheart oh wow and you stayed together was there ins and outs backs and forth a, a little but not really it was one of those things where it got comfortable
2: we were just buddies uh, our parents knew each other and we just it was comfortable and it just became routine then we yeah, moved yeah. to new york together so that was a thing and uh comedy kind of got in the way and then it fizzled but it was an ugly fizzle
0: sure sure well, the comedy is it's tough uh, you tough. know, the Tova, this is the first uh, real girlfriend I've had. In, uh, but at uh, least she gets the world you're in. She gets the world, but, like, and, and people always say that, but, like, getting the world doesn't change the feeling you have when Saturday plans right. are canceled. Of course, of course. And, like, when the spot is, like... An unpaid spot at a ba-ba-ba, and I'm like, I know, but I need because I'm working. I'm, you know, I'm yeah. obsessive.
2: I'm obsessive. Women love plans. They love, and, and that late night, they need that dinner time. They need that movie, the cuddle, the Netflix and chill. That's all comedy time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So you're losing all that.
0: Yeah, that's the thing where I'm just like weekends. People sometimes ask me for like a Friday night plan. I'm like, no. Oh, get it's, out of here. It's my girlfriend is, or like my three best friends yes. get this slot. That Priority. Yeah, and also the Jewish there's so many fucking holidays, my God. There's so many holidays. Well, Rosh Hashanah is like a long, it's a long thing, and uh, it's just tough. It's tough. It's tough, tough. and hopefully, I'll be at a place or she'll be at a place where both we're making enough money that like. If she wants to come to, I'm headlining uh, the Albany Funny Bone the Sunday after oh, you're there for the weekend. Oh, nice. Because uh, I got all people commenting on tic, this TikTok and they were like, I'm seeing Mark Norman there. And I was like, come the next day too. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's too much. Yeah. Right, right. Um, where I'll get to a place where the, uh, she'll yeah. come. But I also, You'll get there. there's also a thing with the road where I'm like, I get to really. Live that like I'm just writing all day, doing stand up all yes, night. That's like a I nice and I think like, you know, the pull away and the push sometimes that's a good for a relationship. I
2: agree. Definitely, I agree. Definitely. Yeah, let the heart grow fond and uh get away. And it's good to get out of the city and then come back to the city and sit in a hotel room for a full day with air conditioning and just go like, ah I love a good hotel. Room. I love a hotel. I love hotels. Nobody's mad at you. You just got your feet up, you can hit the oh. pool, you can like really
0: Really, like, get lazy. You I know? like the furniture doesn't yell at you. There's no people around. Now you said you said uh, do you do you think you're on the spectrum. I think so. Which I know
1: everybody says. Yeah, everyone does say, and everyone also diagnoses other people now too. Whenever
0: like but, something is mildly weird, yeah. they'll be like, "Oh, he, he's always late." I think he's on the spectrum.
2: Well, yeah. everyone technically is on. That's why it's a spectrum. Sure, <laughs> so we're all on there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I'm uh definitely in there. I, I think I miss a lot of social cues. I think I'm I'm always awkward. I'm always I can't make eye contact, which is like apparently a big autism thing. I'm looking dead between Yeah, no, I've noticed. I yeah, 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 yeah. And it's nothing. Some people take offense to it. I'm like, "No, no, it's me. I'm a no, weirdo." Yeah. So, why don't you
0: why don't you go get a test? That's a good chunk of material just waiting for you.
2: I did a couple things on it, but then I saw a lot of other guys doing it, so I But take the test. What what would take you like the to test. know?
0: Don't you think it would be cool to like have an answer?
2: Yes, of course. Of course. I should. I just don't like taking tests. I still.
0: Well, might that's. Do you know what that's a symptom of, being on the spectrum? No way. I, no, I'm joking. I'm just oh, saying. Like, take oh, the you. you see? <laughs> yeah. I well, I just remember. I I date. I I went a couple of dates with someone who had uh, uh, ADD. Oh, and, yeah. And and I remember real. being like, oh, I have ADD, and they were like, how many times have you lost your phone? I was like, well, I've never lost my phone, and they were like, I've lost it twenty times, and I was like, oh, okay. Sure. If I, I'm a little scatterbrained. Yeah. You have ADD. Yeah. It's that kind of thing.
1: I didn't know losing a phone was a thing. Well, it's not like losing phone per se, but it's
0: just about like putting something down and then totally forgetting. On to the next next thing. On to the next thing. But I think mild thing. Like I, I have mild OCD, and I have certain things that like it's good that I know if I want to take some medication for that particular thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Definitely the, one of the better things to have because a your shit probably is organized and b your, your stove's going to be off. You know if you got I OCD, check it, I
0: check it all all the time. There it's you a go. real it's a real crazy thing.
2: Yeah, could be where, And you're aware of it, whereas if you're autistic or schizophrenic, you just think you're normal, but you're fucked up.
0: Yeah, yeah. That is true. Well, with that, let's go on to our our next segment. This uh, has got to stop. Um, uh, Russell, I forgot to tell you. you should think of one. Uh, I have this one. Has oh, good, good for yeah. you. Uh, well, do you want to start? Do you have a this? Yeah, I'll stop? start.
1: This has got to stop again. It's it's about you. Great. Uh, you have got to <laughs> stop calling me on the way to record this podcast mm. because in my mind, uh, uh, a call is it's canceled today turn around on the subway mm. i'm i'm 45 minutes away and i'm on the on the train you know i'm on the train given the 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 timeline i think he's calling it's dramatic I've got to turn around, and you've done the last two recordings. And in my <laughs> head, both recordings, I've been like, oh, they canceled today. Okay, I'll turn around and go home. And then it's just like something unrelated at all that you could easily text and be like, hey, can we blah, blah, blah. And and so do not call me when I'm on the Sounds way like to, to see you. About,
0: you, have, you have friends that you do podcasts with. and Do you, do you ever struggle with like, you know, you, you want to talk to them outside the podcast. Of course, the of course. The communication
1: is... Uh, when I'm on the subway, you know that I'm not going to be able to talk and answer while I'm riding here. It, it's in the, if if it's in. I got my... it. All
0: right. I'm just going to stop.
1: <laughs> okay, you're never going to get same. a call from me again. No, you piece of no, shit. no. Call me anytime outside of the time that I'm dr- I'm on the way here because then I'm like, it seemed a call is so serious. It's such a, uh-huh. a serious, dramatic thing. And so I feel like, especially if you're on the way to see someone. So I just feel like a text would be like, okay, I'm on. the. I'm on, you got it. Yeah. You got it. I'm not you really mad. It. I'm just telling
0: you. No, it's going to stop. <laughs> okay. and this is one of the few times I'm in control of something that can stop. How do you do it with, with Joe? Do you ever have a conversation with Joe All List? the
2: time. All the time. We, I just love him. I could sit there with him for a diner hang for five hours and talk about everything. So we do a call at least once a week.
0: Do you ever have that moment like Sundays with Russell? I know, And I fight it because... In my head, like a stand up, I'm like, oh, let's recreate this moment we had on the oh, podcast. That never works. It never works. Yeah. No. But you're like sometimes I'll have a conversation, I'm like, uh oh, This fuck. should be it. This yeah. is yeah. the yeah. This yeah. is the podcast. Well how
2: long have you guys been doing this?
0: Uh March. Uh, about April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right.
2: So not even a year. I think that that whole phone call chemistry or whatever you want to call it the rapport will get to here yeah 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 if it isn't already
0: no it, it definitely feels good it's just like it's it's always an interesting thing where especially it's, it's the moment when he comes a little bit earlier yes. and we talk yes, that's and the best. there's sometimes like, i want to be like shut up shut up shut up yeah this is so this is so nice
1: especially yeah. yeah that
2: is nice I, i'm just so sick of comics going save it I'm like I'm telling you about my uh, my anal fissure. Save
1: it, <laughs> save it yeah. for the pod.
0: Um, my this has got to stop. There's there's a, a gentleman who works at the restaurant right below here, uh-huh. and uh, one time I came out of of the door and he said, Henry Cavill. Which is, wow, that is that's not,
1: huge. No, that's not what you look like. First of
0: all, first of all, yeah. oh, what a compliment. Exactly. It really, it really is not. Henry Cavill, first of all has a huge like butt chin, which yeah. I none of. No. I no saw butt. him
1: at, at a restaurant in Florida in, in did December. Did you say Joe Marco? Or June. Uh no, I did not. He did not look like you.
0: He is a hunk and a half. <laughs> so, so hot. So this is like compounded one, like so every time I leave now he goes Henry Cavill. and I have to do like a uh ah, huh. Same joke, uh, no new celebrity, annoying. but even worse, I'm coming home from the gym one day, it's hot summer, I'll sometimes come home with shirt off, or go for a run, and he, he sees me and he goes, hey, you ever want uh, help making the rest look like Henry Cavill, let me know, oh, I do personal training. Oh, damn. And I was like, fuck you. Kind of a dig there, yeah. yeah. That is not how, how you're going to get me. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see him try. That I, is a high bar. Yeah. Hey, you want to look like the Rock? Come see me. Right. I'm like, oh boy. Um, <laughs> but now I so that happened, and I think like my mom once told me a story. She had a hairdresser, and like the way he would like get her would be like, who who did your hair last time? Come, I'll fix it. Oh, and my mom told me story oh. one day that she was like, when you fuck off, like my mom yeah. did, like the, go fuck yourself. That's Good. not how you get my business. But I didn't do it with him, and now he says the Henry Cavill every time I see him, and I just I just want to be able to leave my apartment without saying hello. To anyone, of course, any of that small town, yeah, no, and I'm the, stuck.
2: The key, you got. What does he look like? We got to get him. Hey, Bob Hoskins or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You got to sure. get him with a, <laughs> kind well, of he's, a deal. He's, John Goodman he's, over here, huh? Whatever. it yeah, is. Sure.
0: <laughs> he's black, so it's got to be a uh, white celebrity. I think the only. I think the only way to really is I got to. It's got to be like a white person so that we know it's clear. Yeah. Yeah. of any kind of yeah. like Henry you Camille look like a very right. funny
1: choice it's just a very funny choice because he's not around that much he's not much. the most famous We're not guy like, yeah he's not like in so many things where he's Cruise. right on the top of it's funny brains. like
0: i walk away then some short fat blonde guy walks up he's like henry <laughs> hey, Cavill. Hey, right here Camilla. that's just his line it's uh, the only white celebrity he knows right. i
1: wouldn't like it too because then i feel like people at the restaurant they could overhear because they eat outside, and they'd be like, "That guy doesn't look like." And then they're judging you, and you're like, "I'm uh, not saying it. Yeah. This guy's saying it." You know? Can we say the thing about the casino? Who they thought you were?
0: Oh yeah, he went to see my Mohegan Sun. Oh yeah, and and apparently they were like the bouncer. Oh, fuck. Tim the, Dillon's here. Thought oh. I was Tim Dillon, and they were
1: like, they got all excited. They were ready to bump me off they, the headline. He went <laughs> and got the manager, and was like, "Tim Dillon's here." And he told me after the fact, and I was like, oh, <laughs> like i it was just funny to imagine you getting bumped for yeah, yeah, yeah. me as Tim Dillon. Was, was he th-
2: black, the guy who said it? Yeah. Okay, I think we yeah, see yeah. a pattern here. <laughs> <laughs> Whitey looks alike. But I think the hair is similar. I can see it, maybe same yeah.
1: height. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can see it in certain things, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's just less of a compliment than Henry <laughs> Cavill.
0: Yeah, yeah, Henry Cavill is like a Henry Cavill and Tim Dillon hanging <laughs> out <laughs> together. <laughs> <laughs> what a combo! Um, uh, you got to, this got to stop.
2: I mean, I have so many. I do a whole thing on my pod called Pet Peeves, and like, oh uh, shit!
0: I swear to God, I hadn't heard it.
2: No, I know. I think I know. it's a
1: very common podcast. It's common. Thing. Yeah, yeah, you know?
2: yeah. Uh, first of all. I had this on the way over here. The guy in the insanely loud motorcycle that goes through the residential areas, like, Rah! and you're like, what are you doing? Like, I can't even hear the TV because of your motorcycle. Yep. I yep. hate that guy. Or the guy playing loud music out of his car.
0: Brutal. Hate yeah. that
2: guy. And you're like, who is this for? Do you enjoy this? Yeah, You're in a car blasting.
0: Well, what do you think it is? I think they must have a couple people who go like,
1: Hey, I, yeah, I and think for that's, that, and they like that, that's, that's it's all it. It. it's for. I think you're right. And those are the
0: people that have to Stop. put away. They're right. encouraging this behavior.
2: Yes, I think, I think you got something there. I also hate this guy, and this is a little more esoteric. You ever have the guy who asks you the question that's insulting, but you can't really get mad at him? Like one time I had a party, and there wasn't a lot of people there. My friend showed up and he goes, where is everybody? And I'm like... I don't fucking know They hate me What do you want me to say <laughs> I, I hate this guy Yeah it was, Killed yeah. me Like shit like that Always always gets me
0: I did a housewarming party Well, Especially when I first moved to you New York did I did a housewarming
1: know, party Or you like, I you, had
0: one like In my old Harlem apartment oh, And like to... I wasn't a social guy No I threw one And like oh. man You know The first hour Where no one showed up well, because people go to parties late in general. Mm-hmm. They always show up an hour into yeah. like a house party. But that first hour when no one was oh, there. Tough. And I had like Christmas lights blinking yes. and a table full of food. Oh. And I thought, I'm, a, I, I'm a about loser. to find out I have a suck. That yeah. I suck. Yeah. That no one yeah. likes me. Same
2: with a show. You ever run a show and there's no one there for like 20 minutes? And you're like, I guess we'll start with two people. And then they kind of trickle in. You're like, thank
0: God. Well, that's a – I think people – I'll go to shows like that. And the producer will like bend over backwards to apologize to me. And I'm like, listen, I ran a show. Yeah. I, I, I have no anger towards you. Totally. You're trying to put this thing on. And I remember, I mean, I remember having you on, on uh, the last laugh, which was my show. Yeah. And like, man, it was brutal. I remember having Sydney, Sydney Washington once. And there was like one person there. And she like, she looked like she had like put herself together for the night. It's one thing with like dude comics, like, you know, you look like shit. You right. weren't planning for anything, but Sydney, like, looked like she had put on makeup for it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, man. That's I feel bummer. like a piece of shit.
2: Yeah, damn. Yeah, it sucks. All that shit sucks. I hate running a show. I still run two shows. I hate it.
0: Yeah. But it's We're- at
2: two clubs, so I feel like it's a little on them. But yeah, you yeah, still yeah. got to promote. You still got to do the legwork.
0: D- I am stopped. I think about going back sometimes just to get more sp- Just because when you are part, but I, I, I I said, you, you, if you want to, I said, if you want to create a lot of, uh, uh, superficial friends quickly and long-term enemies over a long period of time, they're, they're producers that I hate because they've never booked me on anything for years, five years of being in comedy. And I'm sure they forgot, whatever, who knows why, but in my heart, I'm like, I hate them. Yeah. I hate them. How, how (laughs) you never, not a single time, not a single, not a single time.
2: I know. I hate them. I'm I'm... with you. We all we're we're petty and we're so insecure. I mean, it's it's inevitable. There's so many people who hate so many people, and there's so many. Loud personalities that they're all gonna clash. it It's
0: inevitable, and we talk shit, my God. I mean, when I'm in a car with someone, oh, yeah, and oh, luckily, yeah. I mean, we just talk like crazy. And I think Jeffrey Asmus once wrote just if you really think about like how much shit people must talk about you, yeah, given how much shit you're talking about of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. it's really over. It's really a horrifying. it's horrifying. Thought.
2: but it's the great equalizer, you know? like you get into a car with four guys, you're all talking shit, and then you're in a car with another four guys, you, you might end up talking shit about somebody in the last car. It just, it
0: happens. Oh, boy. Well, let's. Uh, <laughs> that was a good nice negative. Let's get to a, uh-oh. There we go. You one
1: your blessing,
0: blessing. Uh, to, to make this feel nice at the end. Russell, you got a blessing?
1: Yeah, I don't, it's a quick one. Um, our dog, our new dog, he is really good at uh, walks. And that sounds stupid, but our last dog hated walks uh, and wanted to kill himself on walks and was super anxious. <laughs> I
0: would love to see a, a suicidal dog. Uh, no, just
1: like, was like, get me the fuck back home. Like He's not just chasing like, cars. He's running he into the He just really car. wanted to go back home always. And this new dog, uh, but also... Obviously, rest in peace, Hennessy. Loved you, <laughs> but uh, the new dog loves walks and is like walks at the right tempo. It's not a lot of like, come on, like it's like he's just walking at the right tempo and he's good. And it's like, uh, we've been training him on walks and it's been it's been great. And so, right. uh, that's my that's it's been nice. It's been it's been great to uh, after a couple a few years like go on nice long walks in our in our in Inwood Hill Park and mm-hmm. like take like nice walks and not have to like worry about like anything with the dog great my
0: blessing i i've been you know starting to do more weekends on the road i sell merch Mm -hmm. and suddenly i have a lot more cash yeah. I normally do. Good one. Aww. And there's something emotional about cash. So I go to this beach and I'm just, I, you know, I have $400 in cash yes. in my wallet. Wow. And I'm just like spending it at the beach and like for some reason it's disconnected from me like losing Big money. Yes. And yeah. I feel great. And I, we, Tova and I uh, laughed because at some point she, she, I was going somewhere and she was like, Can I have some cash? Yeah. And I just very much like, Of course. Of course. Take yes. it. I have plenty more yeah. here. And then there's, of course, there's a the sadness when I go and I'm like, Oh, it, it's gone. It, ran out of course (laughs) but i really just like having this i I feel like i'm a working man and they handed it to my hand i gave them a thing yes and it feels good it feels
2: good merch feel it's a nightmare to do you gotta stand there and everybody's spitting on you and drunk and taking photo headlock but once you got that cash it's all worth it
0: yeah i my merch is connected to a bit Mm. which i will not do again it's like it's a, It's just a long chunk that I have to do every time. Right. And it's loud and it's dirty, so I can't do it for clean shows. Mm. Uh, but that I'm trying to figure out my next. My next. it works though, and it's one of these things. I have like five jokes for the merch at this point. <laughs> That's how long I've had yeah. this merch. Yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, I look forward to kind of more generic merch. Yeah. You have the the comedy T-shirt. That's that was perfect.
2: I couldn't think of anything, but I could sell that thing for a hundred years.
0: Yeah. And That's people great. like
2: comedy so they wear they buy the hat and they wear it to the show comedy How do you all. do the
0: shirts though I I can't tell you the number of times I've been with people who sell shirts and someone's like I'd love a medium and they go oh, dude, extra 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 large I've been okay there, yeah. and it's like you have to carry all these size they it's always of course they're out of mediums Yeah. and I'm like yeah. how many extra yeah
2: I just get a I kind of tally it in my head like all right the mediums always go first so I'll get a ton of medium nobody gets a small I get five smalls it's that, it's just you know over time, you kind of see where it goes. But then you go to fat towns, and you're like, I'll get a lot of double Xs. And then you go to L.A., you get a lot of X extra, extra small. So, you know, it varies. You got to profile the place.
0: That's that's a good point. Yeah, you go to a casino. Fat. Get a bed sheet. Yeah, fat, beach fat, towel.
1: Wild fat, big fat.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, man, I, we just walk into the gig, and... There's this, like a, you know, overweight guy lying on the floor. You know, casinos, like people are having medical issues all the I'm sure there's oh, a full yeah, running yeah. hospital at Mohegan Salt. They're still yeah.
2: smoking with the respirator. Yeah. they are been using the
0: carts, big carts. And, you know, it, he was just lying there, you know, shorts falling down, p- 10 people attending
1: to yep, him. Yep. And I, I, it was just a, a sad, yeah. sad sight. It's we, a bad You don't scene. go to a casino for a good, like a, a heartwarming story. I mean, it's a sad place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know? yeah. But you did really well. You ever have someone <laughs> die during a show? A medical emergency during a show?
2: Uh, never the death. I've had the heart attack. I've had the scare, like oh god or whatever, and like they got to wheel them out and stuff. But no deaths. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want that. That's that would make sure. me sad.
1: Yeah. I was one time doing an outdoor theater show and someone died of a heart attack during the show. They had to get a. It was out very far out in the country. They had to get a helicopter what? to land to like do a medical evac the show started like 45 minutes late. So it hadn't quite started and yet. it was like it was like one of those things too where they were it hadn't started yet it was like they were it was like 45 minutes before the show and but then in like the helicopter had to come and like things were happening but it was one of those things too where like they felt the need to tell us all that that person did die <laughs> and then they're like and but like we're still gonna do the show and you're like okay we could have just you know was it
0: on the god mic uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, no, no, it was like an announcement. It was like save a, your prayers. They
1: pulled us all together, as huge cast, like seventy people, and they they pulled us all together to tell us Whoa, that that, that, that poor host had died.
2: That host had to uh, really make that funny somehow because you um, got to address it.
1: Well, no, it was like a, it was a theater show. Uh, so what we this? did not what address show? it when I did that outdoor. Uh, it was called Texas the Musical Drama, and it was uh, all about texas and ah. yeah. the yeah. musical drama it was the last abortion it's texas. where texas forever <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's a it was a nightmare i mean it was i had so much fun doing it but it was really it was propaganda it was like it was just all oh, about really? like Well, it's about the history of texas and like how great it is and like there was i mean i remember there was a line in the opening song where um where all the men sang um uh, no, all every all, the whole chorus sang where the women are happy, and the men sang and never complain. Whoa! <laughs> Did you <laughs> do it Whoa. with fish shaking? Everyone like was it was... Like, Everyone's like, "Whoa, yeah!" Um, but yeah, it was it was a night. I mean, it was it was not great content, but I had so much fun doing the show. It ended with fireworks every night. It was a huge. There's got to be a video spectacle. of that somewhere. We got to. Oh a- yeah, I, there's a, it's a big thing. It's like a two thousand people came to see it every night. It was like a tourist thing, like in Texas. And it was like is it, it built into the a wall of a canyon? It was a huge amphitheater. It was it was a, it was wild. It was a wild experience.
0: I'm gonna find it. We're gonna get yeah, a soundtrack we'll about it. Um, do you have a, a blessing, Mark? Or- sure.
2: I, I think this is a great segment because uh, all we do is bitch and moan and online all day. So this is like, this is nice that people can appreciate. No one is gracious. Gratitude is done. Uh-huh. So uh, I got so many things. I'm First of all, I want to say, how lucky are we that the internet exists? I mean, the internet is, it's almost like fire or water where it gives you life and it helps you, but it can also ruin your life, yeah. drown you or burn your house down. So it's like that, but. If we didn't have the internet, we couldn't do this. We'd have to wait for the uh the Comedy Central's of the world to knock on the door and you go, "Finally, you you caught me. Here we go. P- please, put me on TV." Like mm-hmm. we can do anything we want. We got this fucking TikTok and the laptops and all that. So, thank God for the internet. Could. Yeah, we can do whatever we want. Put shit out there. You can email your mom. You can book a just think about like calling the the uh travel guy you know like to get to a flight you need to, to call a guy
0: yeah yeah yeah. You know? yeah. now
2: it's just like beep, beep, beep. i did it on my app i got a new ticket
0: there definitely is yeah. the thing with especially as an artist like there is a certain thing of like look you you here's the tools if you mean you make your make yeah. it yourself yeah exactly like i i came from this actor school and it was very much was like you know you can find the casting directors and they elevate you to this place and then you get on the show. It, it was it was a system, and you yeah. just played into the system. And then the internet's like, you can make it your own way yes. if you want to. You, you have nothing to blame Yes, anymore. I love the no blaming. And it's uh, it's overwhelming. But, but, yeah, that's why just doing stand-up felt more I could do things. Yes, yes. Being an actor
2: sucks. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. It's a crazy notion to, like, they'll pick me. Because you have to get <laughs> that part. Yeah I, yeah, think, yeah. I
0: was talking to you the other day, like, I think like the the whole central premise of acting, like Daniel Day Lewis was one of my favorites. Sure. And I like for a class I did uh, uh, Christy Brown, who he played in my left foot. Like I did a scene as someone with cerebral palsy. Wow. and I like I like got a wheelchair and I invested and it was so much of the premise of acting was I want to embody someone else. Mm. And so much of like kind of more related to job opportunities now in acting, it's like That's not your place to speak on. That's not your story to tell. Mm. And so there's something very different. Like Stanislavski would have been like, I mean, you know, Stanislavski would have done Othello in blackface. Like right. he would, it would have been like, a, "Let me embody this thing." Yes. And now, with more people as artists and and people understanding who was neglected in that former t- uh. framework, there's like a, "Well, you can't do that." Oh, interesting. How could well, this? And I, I think I think it'll extend. it. I don't know whether it's good or bad, but it's just like the whole central premise of acting, which was embody someone else take over an experience you could never know but do it to your best abilities mm. it's not necessarily noble anymore yeah yeah good point give it to the person yeah give it to the person why should you figure out what it would be like to be a, a, a blue fat collar a fat This there's totally there was a time where it'd be like wow you really walked like you were fat
2: yes <laughs> yes how yeah, incredible yeah. Yeah. what do you think about that uh, like the uh hey you can't play a woman you're not a woman hey you can't play a handicap you're not a handicap like
0: I think isn't that, that acting i think there's a certain degree of like there's so much money being made like i i do think where it's like with i think where like uh uh who who won the oscar what's his name he played a trans person someone who transitioned over the course of the movie
1: eddie Redmay- uh eddie redmayne yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, where he, yeah. and there's there
0: a lot of pushback and i i do think there's an argument to be made like look here's a story that is like a thrilling story you producers go do the work to find the trans actor who can fucking nail this Mm. as opposed to relying on the star and i'm sure their argument is like look we need to get the movie finance we need to get the fucking star but i think like i'm like go make the the, i don't feel sympathy for the producers you want to tell the story go find go find it because i'm sure i feel the same way with like it's the same with comedy where they'll like they'll be like let's diversify okay we'll search all of ucb to find the best Uh, non-whatever comic at UCB. And I'm like, how about you go to fucking Harlem and go find the funniest person there? Because they're there. They just don't go through your regular fucking pipeline that you're lazy about. And then they'll
2: hire a black guy because he's black. And you're like, there's so many funny black guys or black women.
0: What are you, crazy? Especially at stand-up comics. We know, I mean, especially just, we we know, but they're just not in the the regular channels. Right, right. I've certainly, I've I've done shows in Harlem where I'm like, this guy's maybe the funniest guy in the whole fucking world. Totally. But they'll never find him.
2: Yeah, which is why the internet's great. That guy can put some shit online, and the internet is the great equalizer. Where like you have to actually be good. Yes, yeah. It helps if you're hot or something. That doesn't hurt. But if you over time, if you're not good, it'll fizzle.
0: Um, Quality. Well, I, I do like that. The internet. I, I will say, I do think the internet will ultimately though lead to to misinformation, the deep fakes. You posted sure. a deep fake of you today. Did I? In uh, in, in Indiana Jones. In Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. And I think deep fakes will eventually erode. Our ability to believe in anything and oh, good point. will be the end of our species. This is The Downside. One, two, three. Downside.